Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by On Call Capital. On Call Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. On Call Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. Before we get started, I have to tell you about our current investment offering, the Verdeer at Herman Park Apartments in the heart of Houston, Texas. This is our third partnership with QC Capital, and each investment has performed at or above expectations so far, with our first offering selling in just 20 months. The Verdeer is a Class A asset with spacious one, two, and three-bedroom apartments and convenient access to major employers like Texas Medical Center. It also has annualized returns projected at 15% or more and an equity multiple above 1.6x over a short four-year hold period. If you're interested in this investment opportunity, make sure you reach out to me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com today. Now, as always, I like to start these Thursday episodes off with a quote that gets me thinking. Bruce Lee once said, long-term consistency beats short-term intensity. We're into February now, and this is about the time that New Year's resolutions begin to fade away for many people. The changes that we so badly wanted for our lives may seem out of reach as the reality of life around us takes hold once again. It reminds me of those popular memes uh, of the new year that were in opposition to the whole new year, new me crowd that say, I'll be the same awkward, sarcastic, foul mouthed delight at 1201 that I was at 1159. And I get that. If you like who you are, then you shouldn't want to change those aspects of yourself. But it can be a bit of a cop-out, too, for those who are truly wanting change, since we sometimes throw in the towel before really getting started. What's often missing when people try to change is one of the most important qualities for achieving success in any area of your life. Consistency. Consistency is what transforms average into excellence. It's what allows us to turn our goals and dreams into realities. But how can we develop and cultivate consistency in our lives? Well, let's start by defining what we mean by consistency. Consistency is defined as the achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly over time. That's it. It's a pattern of behavior that can be either positive or negative in consequence. I played pickup basketball all the time growing up, but I was a short guy who never played in any organized way. Even though I was consistent with the time that I put in, I was also consistently mediocre. As healthcare providers, we want to reach a consistently high level of care for our patients. So we implement systems of continuing education and training to achieve that goal. And that's the key, isn't it? Raising the standard of our habits to meet the goals that we want. 
if I had trained intentionally with various basketball drills in an organized environment against players of a better caliber, it would have been possible to elevate my performance. So when I refer to being consistent today, I want to be clear that I'm referring to habits that are pushing us closer to our goals, not just keeping us in stasis. So why is consistency so important? Why do we need to do it? It turns out that there are many benefits to being consistent in our lives. Consistency helps us build momentum. When we consistently take small steps towards our goals, those small steps start to add up and we begin to build momentum. And before we know it, uh, we're actually making real tangible progress. Consistency helps us establish habits, and those can be pretty powerful. It's sort of like automation in a sense. I mean, when you can perform tasks without thinking about them, it frees up your mind to take on new things. Consistency helps us build confidence. When we consistently do what we say we're going to do, we build trust in ourselves. We begin to believe in our own abilities and our confidence grows. But if it were easy, everyone would just be consistent, right? Consistency of action can be difficult to maintain due to outside influences, busy schedules, and a lack of motivation or focus. There are more distractions than ever before, and we have constant access to them as we tend to carry our phones around in our pockets. I mean, who doesn't get distracted when a notification goes off on our phones? So how can we develop consistency in our own lives? It turns out that the tips are pretty simple, and you've likely heard them before. Number one, start small. Consistency is a muscle that we need to build over time. Too many people start off too big and they burn out quickly, but it's much easier to start small and gradually increase the difficulty of our tasks. I tend to get pretty intense in the early going of any endeavor, and then my motivation happens to wane because my goals were just too big too soon. Number two, Create good systems. Create reasonable goals and then determine the types of routines you can put in place to achieve them. Simply put, it's easier to stay on track when your habits support movement towards your goals. Number three, stay accountable. Find someone who will hold you accountable for your actions. This could be a friend, family member, or coach. Heck, they even have apps for all this stuff. Having someone or something to check in with us and help us stay on track can be a huge motivator. Number four, keep track of your progress. To create new habits, your brain needs to see that what you're doing is actually working. Take at least five minutes each day to acknowledge the baby steps that you've made to reach your goal. I encourage writing these down. And if your progress is something measurable, keep track of this in a journal or a notebook. Number five, reward yourself along the way. Depending on the goals you have, there may be certain milestones that you hit and you deserve a pat on the back for a job well done. This also helps you to stay motivated and makes the process more enjoyable. And finally, be kind to yourself. Setbacks will happen, so plan on using those moments as AFCOs instead of beating yourself up. What's an AFCO, you ask? Well, that stands for another freaking growth opportunity. It is so important to embrace this mindset shift from things being mistakes to them actually being opportunities for learning. And we can find examples of these practices all around us, but the easiest is perhaps in the weight loss category. Weight Watchers and Nutrisystem help people to lose weight and keep it off by solving several pain points in weight loss. They provide meals delivered to your door that are pre-made, well-portioned, and are pretty tasty. They have snacks and desserts for well-measured indulgence. 
You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to be a skilled cook. And you don't have to worry about eating too much at one time. Folks that participate in these programs for long enough develop habits that support maintaining a healthy weight, such as portion control and calorie identification. And they learn what things they can do on their own in the process. They may not stick with the actual programs, but they learn how to put good systems in place to support healthy eating habits. In our family, we have always used smaller plates, and we include equal portions of protein, carbs, and vegetables for each each meal. And since we know this is how we roll, we make sure that we buy those items in appropriate amounts to always have on hand. But what if you screw up? What if you eat a whole sleeve of Thin Mints one night while watching TV? Are you back at square one? No. Just take the time to examine what happened. Maybe you had a really crazy day at work and you had the Thin Mints in the house because your daughter was selling them and you want to support her. Plus, you freaking love Thin Mints and you don't want to cut them out completely. So let's work through this. First, forgive yourself and move on. You can't change what happened, but you are also under no obligation to be the same person you were five minutes ago either. You can jump right back on that healthy bandwagon. Give yourself some credit too. Take notice of how far you've already come in your journey instead of beating yourself up. Maybe you've already lost 10 pounds, and this one moment doesn't really set you back that far. I've always compared my own growth to the stock market in that I accept that there will be good days and bad days, but I want the trend line over time to be positive. So now that you recognize stress as a trigger for eating, how can you mitigate it? Since you enjoy thin mints and television, you can still use them as a reward for getting through a tough day. But you can also portion the cookies out into small baggies so that you don't mindlessly overindulge in front of the TV. A small tweak like this can make a huge difference over time. Now, with all that being said, consistency is a journey, not a destination. With the proper mindset, practicing consistency can be a rewarding and fulfilling part of our lives. I wish you all luck, and I've provided a few links in the show notes to help you in your own journey. And that's what I've got for you for today. Make sure you check out the show notes for those helpful links. And if you enjoyed what you heard, I'd appreciate it if you hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. I'd love to hear what you thought of the show too, so you can put that in your review. And if you're interested in passive income opportunities with tax-advantaged real estate, like our current apartment offering in Houston, visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com or reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, be safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.